0: Coming up, I'm going to be talking about Disney Plus losing more subscribers, I'm going to be talking about the password crackdown, also talking about the new ESPN app and much more. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Hi it's Roger here from on at DisneyPlus.com, it's time for a quick Disney Plus news roundup. And um, There's been lots of news come out overnight from um, Disney because they held their quarterly financial results yesterday and we got lots of little bits of information I want to dive into. So first off, let's talk about how Disney Plus is doing right now. So, As of the end of December, Disney Plus now has just under 150 million subscribers globally, which is just slightly down on the last quarter, which was just above 150. Um, In the US and Canada, subscribers went down about 400,000. They also um, were down in um, Asia and in Latin America as well. However, in Disney Plus Hotstar, the area uh, that went up a little bit, so did Hulu. Now, the interesting thing, I think, with why we saw a lot of subscribers leaving Disney Plus in the last quarter, primarily was expected to be because of the price increase. They did a big price rise, and they expected that some people would have fallen off. The difference is, though, is Disney was actually able to increase how much money it makes but from each subscriber. So it's kind of counterproductive, really. So they might have gone down a little bit, but they're making more money. So they're actually up in terms of how much money they're making. In the next quarter, which we'll find out about in May, um, Disney are expecting to add between 5 and 6 million subscribers in the US because of the charter deal that came into effect. Um, with that, and that started in January. So they're just starting to roll in now. So that's going to be a lot of subscribers they're going to lose some with like duplicates if they've already got Disney Plus and then they get it through Spectrum you know there might be some things there But yeah, so there's going to be a big boost, this is really going to help um, sort of stabilise Disney Plus's numbers when they're kind of lumped in with these bundles. Um, I suspect other cable companies are going to be doing something similar when they come up for carriage Trees. Even Bob Iger said during the call in the question and answer session that he's expecting that to happen. I think we're going to see just Disney Plus bundled in with lots of different things with different packages. And I think, yeah, it's going to help stabilise those numbers for Disney Plus. So while was a little bit down, it's not that really bad because of a lot of that was again price rises and they're gonna have a massive boost next month um so it's all kind of interconnected and stuff so yeah so overall not good but it's, next month is going to be a big big um jump up moving on from there but keeping on a topic which will probably help disney increase their subscriber numbers no doubt um, they revealed that the upcoming account sharing or the password crackdown is going to be kicking into place in the summer um people have been getting notifications that through their emails is that Um, This is coming into effect in March. It's already come into effect in January for new subscribers But they're going to be then in in the summer they'll start prompting people that are logging in from different locations and getting you to basically prompt the idea of you need a uh, An additional sub account which they're going to want to charge you for very similar to what Netflix is doing I suspect we'll find out a little bit more about this one nearer the time at the minute Don't really worry too much because it's not going to be a problem right now But just be aware that things are going to change over the summer. They're going to be doing the same kind of crackdown that we saw with netflix i suspect with this sub account that you're going to be adding on um you know it might work better you know if if you're paying for them anyway maybe it's your kids or your kids are at university and you want to pay for it that's fine but maybe it's your brother and you're like actually they can pay for themselves you might be just like just get the uh the ad supported one it might actually be cheaper and it also might be a good excuse for you to be able to kick people off your account that you maybe don't want to have, have it anymore but this is going to be happening on other streaming services we all do it, I mean there's no point, you know, we've all got used to doing it, we've all been doing it um, and it's just a change. The simple truth is, Netflix added over 20 mi- 20 million subscribers got added with them implementing their system, drastically increasing how much money they make. Unsurprising to see everyone's going for it. I know, I know in the comments people will be like, you know, they shouldn't do it and it's greedy and all the rest of it, but it's business, that's just reality, you know, from their point of view. If you say, I'm going to leave, well, if you're, if, if you're, especially if you're someone that's using an account from somebody else and you say you're leaving, they're not really losing anything. That's the key thing. Um, there's always those like, issues, maybe if your kid's at university or if you've got your kids at another place, of how that's all going to work. Again, I think the sub-account is probably how it's going to work. If you've maybe got your kids at another house, maybe they live with the other parents, maybe that's how that's going to work. But yeah, so a little bit interesting. I think if you're going on holiday or if you're going vacationing or anything like that, don't worry. You, it will just probably prompt you. You know, That that will work out. I think it's going to be more, if it's continuous, you know, if there's constantly someone streaming two places at the same time, they're going to cotton on to the fact that it's um, not the same person or they're not the same household. That's kind of the way I look at it. I think if you, that's, that. there is going to be some bumpy roads ahead. But yeah, so we know it's coming in the summer. So right now, I wouldn't really worry too much about it, but just be aware that things are going to change. But let us know what you think about all of this in the comments below. Moving on from there, let's now talk about another new thing coming to Disney Plus in 2025. So in August of 2025, Disney is going to be launching a brand new direct-to-consumer streaming service, which is going to be ESPN. So this is going to be the full ESPN with... Gonna have all the live sports all the content now whether or not they're going to end up replacing espn plus i can't see why they would run the two simultaneously but this is going to be a new version Gonna be a little bit more expensive because it's going to have all the sports on there which espn plus doesn't currently have now this new app is different to the new one that they announced earlier this week which they're going to be doing with warner brothers discovery and fox which is going to be like a a mini like cable light program where you get all the sports That'll be launching later this year. This is a separate thing. Um, They're still going to be launching their own separate ESPN app. And for us Disney Plus users, they're going to be making it available within the Disney Plus app um, similar to how Hulu on Disney Plus works. So that might be... um, it's probably going to be a while until we see what's going on with this one but they're definitely looking to the idea of bringing that ESPN app Will be in connected with your um, disney plus and that new streaming service with the other guys is going to be able to be as a bundle but that's it. they're aiming that more at people that don't have cable at all but still want to watch live sports from all of them but it's all non-exclusive that's why we're still going to be getting that espn very confusing the fact that right now we're looking at like we've got espn plus we got this new sports plus with all the other guys and we got it's another new version of espn they're definitely going to need to Yeah, consolidation Disney, that's what we need. But yeah, so we're gonna be getting a new version of the app. At least we've now got confirmation that it is happening. Also, again, just more interconnectivity with Disney Plus is good. I think keeping everything in one and making Disney Plus stronger with having all of that ESPN content, I think will be better. But obviously, it's gonna cost you more. It's not gonna be for free. Um, No word if this will go out internationally. I think at the minute it might just be in the US, but, yeah, ESPN's going through some major changes, but they're getting ready to go into the streaming world. And it's going to help boost up Disney Plus when this happens. But let us know what you think of this in the comments below. In our question today, which comes from Molly, who says, I generally don't understand the reason why Disney doesn't just release all of its projects globally at the same time. Is it due to existing contracts or what? This is a really interesting question, because I bring this up all the time. Of like, It's really annoying when you get new shows coming out, and... They don't go to Disney Plus globally. We really see it a lot more with like Disney Channel and um, ABC. Well, like the linear stuff seems to be more impacted. So if it's a streaming original, we see it much less. You know, if, if, if things like The Bad Batch, Percy Jackson, they're global. But if it goes to the linear channels first, it seems to get a little bit lost. Now it might be some contract things, and um, there could be some issues with dubbing and subtitles and getting these things ready. They have to be done in advance. So with animation you know generally they do a little bit more with like dubbing and stuff because it's easier for them to do but with shows like i think like with abc etc you know if you're trying to get Grey's anatomy and Ab- elementary and they're trying to turn them out really really quickly they haven't maybe they haven't got the system in place for um, getting the subtitles and stuff on them at the same time which is disappointing because like today um, Abbott Elementary and The Connors and Not Dead Yet all debuted on ABC last night all now on Hulu on Disney Plus this morning but here in the UK we can't watch it yet. Um, it would be nice if they did. I mean, I can understand American. I'm pretty good at it. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of it just comes down to Disney's still in that zone of like this is legacy and or this is linear and this is streaming and this is this and, and it's all still very part like all over the place, whereas like Netflix is just putting that out on one platform. Um, I hope things would change. I have been saying this for nearly five years. I figured that when Disney Channel shut down here in the UK like three, four years ago, things would improve. They haven't. Sometimes as well, like um, there's some shows that come on, especially like in Australia for example, and they end up going on to Linear first because they're like extensions of old shows which have got old contracts. Very common, it's all very hit and miss. It's very confusing, it's very awkward, it's very... I know now, like if, if Disney Channel or National Geographic say a show is coming out in the US and we get a release date, we got a few earlier that I'll talk about tomorrow, I can't guarantee that they'll be global, and I, I, it's just a really a real pain in the butt. But wish things would change. They definitely need to make those changes. Maybe if they're making less, they can get them out a little bit better. But hopefully things improve. But let us know what you think about all this in the comments below. Go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe. And I shall see you guys soon. Later.